Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, it was a nice break. We had to there. Um, I won't get to hear that song. I'm going to, I have to wait. I can delete it, but they won't hear it till then. Um, I don't understand where it goes. When I transferred, it's speeding up like that. I'm not sure what's causing that. Yeah, it's weird. It was doing some weird, like, echo thing. And, yeah, it's very, very strange. That's when I transferred it from my new uh, recording program I've been testing out, um, which makes it ridiculously easy to put things online. That's why I started using it, so that I could share music with you. But it's doing that. It didn't do that with the other songs that I, that yeah. I posted uh, earlier in the week. I don't know what I've changed to make it do that. I'll, I'll have to look. Did you happen to hear any of the ones I sent you? Uh, actually, no. I didn't even get the chance. Uh, I got mad rush the second I got home. I've been mad running around since the second I got home, so I didn't get the chance. They don't have the weird echo thing, but uh, they are sped up. And it's really annoying because one of them is a very amazing song uh, uh, for Jason called I Hate the World Without You. And... Um, it's a really nice, really pretty, one of the probably the prettiest things I've ever written. Oh. And it's sped up. It's, it's really silly. Uh, but I sent it to you to get your critique on it. Um, anyway, public, you have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, it's the new Rocky Fortune album coming out. I'm asking Gord to uh, help me uh, produce the songs. And um, they sound like crap right now. I've done something horribly wrong to them. Uh, so I'm not going to let you people get them. Although there's three that are still up online if you want to look for them. Uh, I, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> anyway, that, the, the one good that I wanted you to listen to over the break there, that's called Isn't She Lovely? I enjoyed that. I thought that was, it was again, bad recording and, sound, but uh, it was, uh, I, I like the lyrics. It's pretty funny. I, I'm particularly fond of the line, the bitch does crazy like it's a form of art. <laughs> you gotta admit, man, some of the crazy shit that, can, that women can do can, can be definitely, definitely considered art. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, are, they are definitely evil geniuses. I, um, but yeah, I just, it's obviously a tongue-in-cheek song. I, am, I just I really like the tune, and I couldn't think of anything better. And I came up with that chorus line just to go with the riff that I had written. And, uh, that I'm not. Uh, and it just came out. It was actually a completely different song about a guy chasing me, and then it uh, went off under the, you know, I, I talked to the ex, and that whole is inspiring. I, found it, I still found it quite enjoyable. I just wish it would be a clear, cleaner uh, recording. Yeah, it will be when it comes out. Um, if you look at the last episode, there's there's a funny rough little album cover I put up with it. Yes, I saw I saw that uh, picture. I think I might go with. And tentative name for the album: Post Grunge Poster Boy, which I quite. That's enjoy. a good one. I like that. Uh, so yeah, I hope you came. I definitely did. Um, I was able to definitely calm yeah, down I myself. Don't have anything. <laughs> That's good. I don't, I'm just going through my notes. I super funny to touch on, uh, and I, I just can't. I, I'm very uncreative right now. I so have. I can share a funny do. story if you like. Um. Oops. Please do, because I'm. I got nothing. So, um, my girlfriend and I decided to go camping, uh, very last minute, and um. 
Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, you're back now, yeah. Perfect. Um, you're back. So, yes, my girlfriend and I, on the, on the weekend, uh, decided to go camping last minute for a night. And uh, so we get up there, had a good time, got uh, bought a nice new tent, uh, got everything all sort of set up. And uh, we're sitting there late at night. We have a campfire going. We were deciding about breakfast. I brought up my iron and a bunch of seasonings and oil and stuff. And uh, we were deciding on if we're going to actually get up early enough to start a fire, wait for the coals to burn down, and then actually make breakfast. And I'm like, well, that's just going to take too long. So we said, well, let's make dinner now. Or let's make breakfast now. So it was like midnight. So we're like, all right, let's make breakfast. So we start cooking. We had sausages, hash browns, and eggs. So we start cooking, and we realize as we're cooking that we brought no utensils and no plates. Perfect. Because we're laughing about it. I'm like, all right, well, this is funny. So we'll figure it out. So we served up the, uh, we served, uh, the hash browns and the sausages out decently enough <laughs> and um, we served them up on the uh, on the, the back side of the of, of the egg carton so we're eating it very, very hobo style it's kind of kind of funny the funniest part of it was the of the making the eggs because I've never cooked eggs in cast iron before and my god especially on an open fire my god does it ever cook quickly <laughs> Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Even I All of a sudden, we get like five eggs into this. We have six eggs. She, she gets five eggs cracked. We're scrambling like, like a mad dog trying to get them scrambled fast enough. By the time she's cracked, we're scrambled all together. So it's not working well for us. But we get the eggs pretty much up. And all of a sudden, we realized we have nothing to serve these eggs with because we fit an egg. Oh, as you go camping, you just look at what's available. So we ended up finding a piece of cardboard that we had from one of the things we picked up. I just had to rip that up out of the corners and very, very quickly try to stir these eggs up. And then we also realized I have nothing to use to pick up the cast iron out of the fire so it doesn't melt it. <laughs> After all this experience, we ended up um, we ended up figuring that we just basically used uh, the piece of cardboard, another interesting cardboard, and uh, was able to pull the thing out of the fire. But we had a we had a really great time. We had a tremendous laugh. I actually had to whittle out a spork out of a piece of wood. Um, trying to in my old uh, Boy Scout days, and yeah, it just did not work. It ended up in the fire because I. Did you happen to have a, a styrofoam or a, or a plastic cup with you? <laughs> we had no cups. If you, if you, I, sorry, you're breaking up on me a little bit here. Oh, okay. how's it now? That's much better. Um, yeah, because I found if you take a styrofoam or a plastic cup and divide it into quarters, it makes pretty decent makeshift spoons. Oh, that would make perfect sense. Yeah, we had That's we did a run to the store and picked up like a couple of like just like some drinks. We got some drinks. Uh, we missed we missed the liquor stores. We had no alcohol. Um, 
That's the worst thing that can ever happen on a camping trip. I've been there a, a couple of times in my life. <laughs> well, the one thing I will say, though, is that for the first time ever that I've ever camping with being any form of an adult, um, first time ever the whole camping experience is over, and we actually had a fucking blast. So I was pretty happy with the whole thing. That's cool to hear. I, uh, camp, uh, sorry, couples camping, I find in my experience, either goes one way or the other. It either turns out to be just a memory you're going to cherish for the rest of your life, or it's a complete fucking dumpster fire, and you go home and swear to never do it again. Um, and that's if you're alone. I'm not saying with other couples, because then you can always blame them. But when it's just the two of you out in the woods alone together... Uh, yeah, we we're lucky that uh, we work very very well together, and uh, we we had a blast. We had so much fun. Um, we actually had a guy walking by that was actually like like marveling about how much we were just killing ourselves laughing as we're sitting there baking and drinking our. We were calling it wine, but it was literally just Welch's grape juice with uh, ginger ale. Um, <laughs> this is all we get. It's all we get muster up. <laughs> but it tasted like wine. So it's Let me get <laughs> I just want to say, uh, because I think I may be single. Um, I'm not 100% sure at the moment, but uh, I, I believe I am now. Um, <laughs> and ladies uh, ladies out there, uh, I, I want to work well with one of you, like Gord does with his lovely uh, better half. And uh, here's the thing. When you come up to me and you're super flirty and uh, you say you're married at the beginning, yeah, that'd be nice. Don't wait until halfway through the day to let me know. Oh, I have to go home. My husband's waiting for me. Are you? Come That's on. so not. Yes, I'm talking to someone specific. I'm not going to name her, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Whose husband probably isn't listening to this show. I know she isn't. Uh, so I can, I'm, Wendy, that was, I, I, yeah. You had me at hello, and and then and then you you build me up, Buttercup, just to let me down, baby. I I I'm very, I'm hurt. I'm gonna say I'm gonna hurt. Um, just just wanted to throw that out. There. I was picturing camping trips for me and Wendy. Maybe I maybe a couple's camping trip out in Ontario. It was lovely camping in Ontario, Wendy. And uh, Gordon and his lovely lady could have. Oh, very lovely camping. And, I mean, there's no mountains. Uh, we got we got more lakes than anybody, so it's yeah, it's, it's awesome. You didn't tell me you were married until uh, actually not even the end of our uh, wonderful time together. It was the the days uh, like almost three days later that I find out this. She tells me, oh, she's oh, I'm hanging out with my husband today. Well, where was he? We were supposed to write music together, Wendy. Wendy, Wendy. I'm I'm upset with Wendy and. She is a very flighty, artsy type. You know that, like she's she's like the typical arty girl in in all the movies. Who, uh, you know, she's probably played by uh, Sarah Jessica Parker or, or Cameron Diaz, or, or you know, um, no. she's not. She doesn't remember the name of the show. That's why I don't I don't feel bad saying it. Because <laughs> um, there's no way she listened long enough to remember it. Uh, but she was a fantastic musician and. Uh, she did that What If God Was One of Us songs with an acoustic guitar, and uh, it made it sound good. So, But she just doesn't have to be honest. Terrible. Um, yeah, so that, that's my, my couple story. Um, I do have a girlfriend who I, I, I think I have a girlfriend. Um, 
or thought I had a girlfriend before. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, I've talked about her on the show uh, since the since the beginning of the podcast uh, because she was around long before I started the podcast. And now I believe she may not be. Um, so, guys, let me give you a little tip here. And I'm just trying to help, fellas. Um, when a girl's mad at you for not calling, uh, drawing a line in the sand and not calling until she does, uh, then not effective. No, no. I'm losing the battle. Uh, because my point was, well, hey, my phone hasn't been blowing up with messages from you either. Uh, <laughs> which is in a text message uh, that I sent her. She sent me a text. I haven't heard from you. I said, well, yeah, my phone hasn't been blowing up either. And I thought that would encourage her to call me. And no, we are at this uh, attrition. Now, I believe we are day... Uh, well, I don't know. I think it's about day 11 since we've called each other. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not helping. This is actually what you're at right now. It's called the power struggle. It is. Yes, indeed. If you break first, and she owns all the cards. If she breaks first, then technically she owns all the cards. And yeah. If you can stop playing these types of bullshit little games, then just say, fuck it. You can actually break through it quite quickly. That's the thing. Where I number one, uh, you can have all my cards. They're not worth the paper they're printed on. Um, so you, you want to own all the cards? Go right ahead. Um, yeah, I, I fully subscribe to uh, the book. High Fidelity is basically my bible, uh, and the John Cusack movie is very, very good. Uh, incredibly well done. The only difference between book and movie, I swear to God, is the slang because it's a British book. Uh, so the slang is different. Other than that, word for word, spot on, perfect. Um, but there's a great line delivered in it where he's talking about his all-time worst breakups ever. And he yells out the window, if you wanted to hurt me, you should have got to me sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even make the top five. You might eke into the top ten. Um, and yeah, that's the thing. I, if you're trying to win a battle with me, uh, I need one. Long, long ago. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm a callus. I'm, I'm, I'm a callus on a fingertip. I've been built up and over the years to be this hard so the strings no longer hurt me um that's a that's a very specific uh, metaphor there sorry um <laughs> but uh yeah uh so uh guys if if you want to keep the girl a uh, maybe call her i i'm now learning that they like that there's actually, it's not just called. It's very simple. Let her know that she's wanted. Not needed. Needed is a very different thing. You don't want to become needed. You want her to know that she's wanted. Well, I did that to an extreme degree. Well, yeah, because you can't go too far. Otherwise, you become whipped. And then you, you look too desperate. You just have to let them know that you're there for them. That you are willing to make the effort. Because you don't want to be the guy that keeps hounding 
have to deal with that and responding back. No, and also, my ladies, we're 40 years old. We're, we're not kids here. We're, we're 40 and she is 36, I think. Um, and uh, guess what? I've got some things going on. I don't know if you guys have been following the story. But if I don't call every five minutes, I'm sorry, Buttercup, but uh, there's a lot happening. I'll call you after I have yeah. uh, a home to call from. Um, <laughs> when I'm not uh, being accused of being a police officer in the worst neighborhood in the Western Hemisphere and chased by black men on bikes trying to murder me, I'll try to sneak in a phone call from the dumpster I'm hiding in. <laughs> hey babe just letting you know i love you and i'm about to get stabbed hey, you hear, hey, you hear that? <laughs> that's yeah that's the knife going into my spleen i love you too i can't call you every five minutes it's a weird world <laughs> <laughs> i do you know what i think would work i actually think that there is a solution if you want to find the perfect woman if you want to find if you want to like that perfect sort of relationship, I do believe there is only one true way to do it. You build the relationship with a person over the phone. Well, yeah, uh, see, Miss. Over the phone, you can base everything off of friendship, and you can base everything off of honesty through friendship. And when you have that core, yeah, to see, everything else comes pretty easy. That, that's what we did have. That was the magic of it, um, because she lives in. Uh, the other Vancouver, which is, which is five hours from this Vancouver. So, and uh, we only, uh, we never saw, well, we saw each other once and that was it. Um, never saw each other in person again. So, always been over the phone and been fantastic and I loved it. It was one of the best relationships I thought I was having um, until it just wasn't. Um, yes, but uh, it's quite <laughs> possible she's psycho. I had to deal with a lot in, in a, uh, five months that uh, you know the stuff that's kind of two years into the relationship you should have to deal with kind of thing like ladies first of all every uh, girl I know every female I know um, hangs out with all their ex-boyfriends um, and that's really annoying uh, just to let you guys ladies if you don't know that sucks we don't like it uh, we put up with it but we don't like it um, and uh, but don't spring it your weird relationship with your ex, uh, save that for down the road. That's not a first date conversation. Um, no, no. And then when your ex inevitably tries to sabotage your life, because that's the only reason they're friends with you. They don't want to be your friend. They want to continue to ruin your life because you broke up with them. That's why the dudes are still hanging out with you. They're, they're just waiting for their chance. Um, just like that's absolutely um, right your your lovely ex who was so good to you until he stole your car and almost ruined your job and uh that's what he was planning the whole time i told you this uh listen to the new boyfriend he knows because he's been the ex-boyfriend uh before he met you <laughs> yeah you know, i mean that's it's, it's a lesson that i had to learn as well like you know, being friends with exes. On the rare occasion, it could be fine, but it's a very, 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 very rare occasion. And uh, it usually still never works out well at all. And I guess this is because my girlfriend and I, we once dated 23 oh, years really ago. Cool. 
for, you know, for about a year um, when we first met. And again, even back then, because neither of us had a car or license, so we never uh, we couldn't drive to see each other. We were taken away from each other. We don't have public transit that you know, BC has, so we couldn't just like, hop on a bus to see each other. Um, so we were basically on the phone. But um, yeah, like, we dated for a while. Things didn't work out. Um, no matter who we were with, us talking was always detrimental to any relationship, either with friend or friend. <laughs> always. See, I have... so it just made sense that we had to end up getting back together again because we worked so well together. Even, you know, Rex uh, even has made the comment when he heard us over the phone talking one time. He's like, well, how come you don't talk to me like you talk to him? He's like, well... Me, you know, that <laughs> with the mother of my daughter. I have a friend named Jennifer. We've been friends for more years than I like to admit. Um, she's a beautiful girl. I uh, the ship sailed a long time ago, and she figured out she was a lesbian, married another lovely lady, and they're a lovely lesbian couple. And I got that same fight um years ago now with my daughter's mother who well you don't talk to me the way you talk to her well no i've known her since the 11th grade we have a connection that you and i don't yet have girl i've been with for a month yeah give us time we will have that same connection but it's not there yet and by the way girls you can't have 15 boyfriends who you hang out with and, and tweet and fucking Instagram and whatever you do and then get mad because I have one girlfriend from high school that I still talk to who is I never dated. She's just my friend who happens to be female. Um, sorry. Yeah. Stop having it both ways. It's weird. Um, you know a girl who I dated. Hypocrisy. You know a girl who I dated who had a very... Uh, a strange relationship with her ex-boyfriend, which was ultimately pretty much the downfall. Uh, do you know the number for one? Uh, I'm kind of in the middle of a podcast right there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I might have a number for one. Who's that? Oh, shit. I just had a guy come up and just asked to uh, want to see if I can call a cab. Um, let me uh let me put you on hold. What's that? I just lost my okay. Give me a minute, okay? Did you hear me, Gord? 